0: Shalom, hello and welcome to another podcast. My name is Carl Whitehead and today I would like to begin to talk about something very dear to my heart and that is our capacity to be in scripture, to be in the voice of God. There is a word that we find in the Torah, the first five books of our Bible, In the Hebrew, that is a reoccurring theme in the way God talks about people and the way that he indicates to them the level of how they walked with him. And this is the word Bikoli, and we would translate this as my voice. So, one of the most important places that we find this particular word used is in the book of Genesis, the book of Bereshit, in chapter 26, verse 5, where Hashem is speaking directly about Avraham, and he's communicating to Yitach uh, the, the level of intimacy. That Avraham had with him. And in the English we it reads, Because Avraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. But there's something very important about the way the English is translating here that we need to be aware of because In my opinion, there is a, a very important mistranslation going on because of a, a lack of understanding uh, on our part as readers about the usage or the appearance of the word Shema. Now, Shema here in this verse and in many verses throughout the, the Bible is translated as obey. But the essence of this word, the word itself, literally does not mean obey, and I was quite surprised actually when I was uh, listening to Rabbi Sachs talking uh, on a particular subject, and he brought up this brought up the situation of the reality that there is no word in biblical Hebrew that literally translates as obey but actually the word that we are seeing is this word shamar, so that is spelled a shin, a mem, and an iron so this verb literally means shamar he listened and when we realize this we see something very profound in the way that God is trying to interact with us why? And, and what he is trying to draw us into, or facilitate our moving into, and that is to the, our capacity to listen to his voice. So in light of that understanding now of the word Shema, we should really read this verse as, because Abraham listened to my voice, But we can take it a little bit deeper because the word bikoli, which here is translated as My voice This word bikoli has a prefix at the beginning of it And this is the letter bet Now the letter bet itself, when it's functioning as a prefix In other words, it's attached to the beginning of the word It is often translated as In or with so here, this word that it's attached to is the word kol, so, kof, vav, lament, uh, and in this instance the vav is not showing because it's not being used here as a vowel marker, but there is an o-vowel marker that we see in the Masoretic text, markings, so it's bkol bkol, with a yod on the end, which tells us that this word, can be translated as in my voice. And this is amazing because again, what does this do? How does this affect the way we begin to interact with what God is saying here? Because this is direct narrative. This is a recording of the direct speech speech between Hashem and Yitrach. So he's speaking to him using very specific, very particular, very purposeful language. And so Hashem here is using very detailed language to indicate to us the reality of Avraham moved, he walked, he responded to God because he learned how to be in his voice. So he listened, it's not just about obeying, he listens to the voice of God and positioned himself in it. And this was how he directed his steps. This is how he chose to respond to God. So this word, Bikoli, I believe is vitally important to us because it teaches us about the the way we can sit inside the sound of his voice and learn how to listen and learn how to observe the way God's voice interacts with us. And one of the reasons why I want to sort of share this with us is because when we walk with God this way, In other words, when we learn how to respond to Scripture as a living interactive framework that wants to bring us into an environment of relational capacity to move with God into an environment that facilitates our capacity for a greater expression of life, we need to realize that there is something there is a facility that is now made available to us to learn how to cope with the struggle of the journey of life because life as we know and we have, we can all testify to this life itself is a struggle we are struggling to to learn we are often struggling to cope with the things that life throws at us and things get complicated as well when we start to realize that we are learning to walk with God. How do we respond to him? Do we have the capacity to even do that? Many people struggle just with that idea and life itself throws up many things that challenge us. But here's the remarkable thing, because the life of Avraham shows me that the challenges of life can be met with a greater surety when we are positioned within his voice, within the sound of his voice. And that, that position allows us and gives us the capacity to observe life in a different way. We are beginning to learn how to observe how life works according to the perspective of God and that has a profound effect upon us when we realize that is what is happening. And the other remarkable thing as well is when we realize that Scripture as the voice of God is so powerful in facilitating this process because it allows us to cope or to measure the sound of other voices against that very thing. So we're able to do what? We're able to cope with the chaos of the voices that are often trying to be louder and to Captivate and consume our attention as we walk through life And so something. this is something that became very important to me When I realized that it's not the loudest voice that I should be listening to But it's actually the still quiet voice of God That we find when we position ourselves within His word And fundamentally, this happens because of the way Scripture interacts with us. And this is why God is using such profound language here when he is speaking to Yitach. He's speaking to the next generation after Abraham, and he's saying to him, Abraham had such success because he knew how to be in my voice. And that is the voice that directed his steps that allowed him to look at every situation in a very specific manner and having something to measure his experiences with and this is a very very powerful idea and a very profound tool that we have in our hands every time we turn our hearts to read scripture So if there was ever a reason, ever a motivation to invest our time into Scripture, it is because of this idea that when we listen to His voice and we realize that our capacity to listen to God is measured by our ability to simply read (laughs) Scripture— then we, we begin to understand how simple the process actually is. Because I'm very aware and I've heard many people say to me, I don't know how to hear the voice of God. In fact, we, people have said, I've never heard God speak to me. But I want to encourage you and I want to encourage us as, as, a, as a community, as a people, as humanity itself, and that is that we learn to hear the voice of God by reading Scripture. And very simply, when when you read chapter 26, verse 5 of the book of Genesis, the book of sheet you are literally hearing the voice of God in conversation with somebody. And what that actually entails and means on a personal level is that God is speaking directly with you. He's teaching, he's imparting, he's bringing you into the reality of the presence of his voice around and in your life. Because Avraham listened and was in my voice, he says. And while I was pondering on this, I realize that in our modern age, one of the things that really does afflict us a lot in our in our social interactions and in the way social media works with technology these days is that it seems that the loudest voices always seem to have the prevailing opinion. And as we can see, that opinion at times is very destructive and in fact, the loudest voices at the moment are the ones that are complaining the most. And their view of reality and their viewpoint on social issues often is very destructive. It doesn't carry life because there's no ability to discuss or debate with that thing. As they say, the loudest voice always wins. The the, the loudest voice of complaint is often the one that gets its way. That's not the type of environment that God wants us to live in. It's not the way that he has designed us to interact with one another. God doesn't get involved in shouting matches with us. So the life of Avraham is a witness. It is a testimony. It is a living memorial interactive framework that we find in scripture that allows us to come into the reality to observe the way he learnt to walk with God. And the reason that it's there is to encourage us, to encourage us in the fact that we can learn how to do the same, that we can learn to what? We can learn to Shamar Bikoli, we can learn to be in the voice of God because we are listening. Such a simple thing to do when we begin to think about it that way. Listen to the way scripture speaks. Listen to the voice of God that is recorded within scripture because that is the voice of that we need to learn how to be the loudest voice in our life. And when we do that, every other voice that seeks to come around our life can be measured against His voice, can be measured, and we can see the way that God speaks to us and learn how to turn into that sound so that we can observe the truth of how other voices are trying to interact with us and learn how to cope with the overwhelming nature of those other voices and how they seek to overwhelm our senses with their loudness. This is an amazing thing to me. This is such a precious and beautiful kiss of heaven and that God gives us, literally places in our hands, the very thing that will teach us how to cope with the chaos of the sounds that clamor around us trying to get our attention and trying to determine how we respond and walk in life. But what we have, what we actually have in our hands is the sound of life. The sound of peace. The sound of his rest. That wants to bring us into something greater. And it's amazing to me how still and quiet that environment is. So the next time you find yourself in a shouting match with the world. Stop and turn your attention back into the way God speaks through scripture And allow allow the quiet And still environment Of his voice To calm you Internally So that the face that you present To the chaos around you Is one of peace How wonderful Is his Torah to us Shalom, shalom